Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're halfway through. It's a good point. You know, I think you're right. I don't think we have much more than a couple of weeks left on the uh, in, in the in the succession calendar. There was a lot of people when we did the wrap up show on Sunday night, a lot of people in the chat really concerned about the SEC violations, which I think are nothing. I think they're absolutely nothing. Um, Am I even watching the same show as you people? <laughs> Well, we, we, we've got five episodes left, Jesse. I'm like, oh, we got to make sure we're going to tell a story about SEC violations. That's the story. I, I'm well, gonna, they did I, promise I'm write these episodes, and they're going to be about the, the SEC violations. He always said, he always said that the first half of the show, he essentially has always depicted Succession as essentially an episode of Law and Order SVU, where the first mm-hmm. half is the crimes, and the second half, I think we're getting full legal proceedings for the rest of the episodes, Rob. R to the OB and Josh Wiggler talking about succession. One podcast per week, see. R to the OB and Josh Wiggler talking about succession. Podcasting like bozos, make some noise. That's right, it's the Rob and Josh Show. I'm not Josh, I'm Grace, but we're talking about succession season four, episode five, Kill List. And Rob, how you doing? Uh, Grace, I am uh, doing okay. I really do appreciate uh, you coming out here to do this podcast so uh, quickly after Josh Wiggler died. <laughs> so I really do uh, appreciate that. But you know, he didn't Josh die was, yesterday he died a few days ago. So yeah, well, yeah. I good. mean, look, uh, Josh was a prick, uh, but he knew what he wanted to talk about. So uh, that's we're gonna have to go. <laughs> get past that but you know i'm sure i'm sure we'll be able to you know you know figure out the rest of this deal which uh just to you know josh's deal i think yeah we can get it done i think josh's deal yeah um but we were talking about like uh you know the unilateral acquisition of post-show recaps uh (laughs) that he had carved out down the hatch was Mm. not going to be part of the deal uh but I think we can throw that in there now too. 
Yeah, I know. I think you can take down. Honestly, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to tank the deal. I think you could take down the hatch. I'm mm-hmm. not super interested in down the hatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're it's gonna just show. like like carve it up for parts. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a done podcast, <laughs> but the feed is good. It's uh, what a good parts, bad brand. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, Josh would be really mad that I came on his podcast and just started slandering down the hatch. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah. Right. Well, well, great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's talk about. Uh, I mean, I I've talked about this episode a lot. I know. Already, I know. Uh, my third Are you podcast out of takes, of the week. or do you, or do you get more takes as the week goes on? You know. Uh, Maybe my takes evolve. Maybe I'll just completely contradict what I said earlier in the yeah. in the week. Um, or somebody makes a good point, and then I'll steal that one. And I'll say, actually, you know, I think this was a really good point. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll take all Doctor Amanda's good ideas from the mm-hmm. deep dive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did you make of Kill List? Um, we're in Norway, uh, not Sweden. We're going to Norway yeah. for the company retreat. What'd you What'd you make? It's really uh, a Matson coming out as a as a big villain episode <laughs> sure yeah I, I think a polarizing episode for for sure where uh i i did see the takes about some people saying uh, not their favorite i would say i would agree not my favorite of the season but it's still succession i mean where i think we're, we're we need to like come to grips to there's only five episodes left of the series so don't be complaining about uh like unless you get like a total like total crap episode like they did uh on uh, on that down the hatch feed i heard that there was an episode <laughs> of lost they did right at the end that was a total uh you know very polarizing episode um yeah well do you think we'll get that maybe like you just do an episode that's like the logan roy like childhood backstory literal backstory where we're gonna oh. see what happened to his back uh and just yeah. seeing his parents like just like berate him and he has a newspaper route and he's like, one day I'm going to be the, I'm going to be <laughs> delivering the news. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like with those, I mean, to, to compare it to down the hatch, so those network shows, I do feel like the thing about prestige TV these days is we really don't get filler episodes. And mm-hmm. so like, I feel like the thing of like when down the hat, when, when Lost would have like a weird episode, it was because like, they're trying to pad it out and they would, they would just give a, like a Carolina backstory episode. <laughs> yeah. Get, yeah like, Car- what's Carolina up to? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just to go back to my 2010 self, I think you think that people were a little pissed that it was like two episodes <laughs> left. And they said, Oh, like, let's do the whole backstory of <laughs> jacob and the man of black but we're not here to talk about that josh wiggler has died we're not right. well we're josh, we're, josh we're wiggler the... is over but we're just getting started here on the <laughs> it's now the the robin grace show yeah i mean we're the we're the man and woman in black because we're yeah. mourning josh wiggler's death now yeah. okay grace who's handling the funeral arrangements for josh <laughs> because i heard a rumor uh that um mike bloom was trying to put him in a dharma initiative jumpsuit and <laughs> yeah i do have some picks if you want of, i don't want to see them. of dead I don't, Joshua. I don't want to see but them. you were the one who asked mike to send the pictures mm-hmm. yeah it seems highly hypocritical to Look. say send some picks and then when the picks come in you say no thank you mm-hmm. yeah just wanted to look like him that's all i want <laughs> Um, Grace, he did give Mark Mike Bloom carte blanche 
and he, we said he, he's not we're not allowed to critique any of yeah. his choices he makes on Josh look Wigler's we're channel. everybody we're scooby doing you josh wiggler is not dead okay <laughs> it was a joke it was a we were trying to trick you the whole time you just got scooby dude we went to the hanna-barbera school of podcasting josh wiggler is not dead okay i mean people were probably like tweets like condolences R.I.P. <laughs> you know, people are so quick to do that, Grace. Emily Fox probably getting inundated with phone calls uh, and text I, messages. She, well, people were already sending in offers for their home. Uh, the people <laughs> were wanting to know if she was selling or what. You know, so uh, it was all. It was just. It was just. We just got Scooby Doo. Um, is that? Do you think Grace was that some real like deep cut like hbo max slash max like uh just like synergy of scooby-doo of course one of the oh. very valued properties over at max is, is it i don't know I, yeah wb yeah i always feel like um i guess that makes sense i always feel a little out of the loop because in canada we don't have max we don't have hbo we we mm -hmm. get crave plus hbo that's what you get in Canada. So I always mm -hmm. feel uh, this whole Max thing doesn't matter to me. It doesn't affect my life at all. Mm -hmm. uh, this whole Max thing, but yeah, this some should they keep doing that? Of like, if they're getting if this is the final season of Succession, they should probably be investing mm -hmm. in some of these other yeah. HBO. Like, what do you want to be like some Harry Potter and just wave <laughs> my magic wand and, and and send you to Hogwarts? Is that what you want, Tom? <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, get a bunch of references in. Um, Grace, so. Let me. I want to bring something up that mm -hmm. I, I don't know if uh, people have talked about. You know, this was a sh uh, a, a big Shiv episode, yeah. And you know, Shiv comes out on top, and I, I do love this about Succession of whoever's down, just like Clockwork, like uh, they'll be up eventually. So like, don't Buy count their out stock. any of the siblings. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's always somebody's up, somebody's down, but then you know, come back three episodes later and uh, and flip around. And this this was a big shiv week but i guess my question that i after watching the episode this morning again was you know did did shiv play kendall and roman or is it possible did madsen play shiv yeah i this is the thing that you know we the last image of this episode is shiv with the grin they love this they love the close-up of the of one of the roys and then are they smiling they're smiling but not a huge smile just a little smile they've done Mona this with Logan. smile yeah yeah and, and kendall uh and now shiv and yeah it does feel like she has she gets a big win it does feel like yeah maybe she's wrapped mats and around her finger but i don't know entirely what she gets out of this other than the satisfaction of of besting her siblings and being the one to basically get the money out of the deal but she doesn't even get the recognition of having done that um mm -hmm. because everyone's toasting the boys um and yeah i i so, i think it's to, i think this is just like getting into bed with a, a very strange individual as we're very going strange learn, individual so. I, yeah. and so and then another question i have and you know that's the great thing about succession where it's so deep and you know i, I did make some parallels uh you know in, in most of my other podcasting about survivor you know we have like you know knowledge is power and, and we get into <laughs> a lot of like who knows what's fake what's real who knows what has what and so it, it's very hard to decipher like succession in that way of like okay who is doing what for what reason why uh why did they why did they say that and we have to like sometimes like assign 
agency to people who actually it turned out that they didn't really know that. But going back to Shiv, Shiv on a couple of occasions notes like, boy, uh, you seen all this bad press about dad? And Ken was like, all right, hey, Hugo, get in here. Look, uh, you know. <laughs> Remember rat rat effort as uh, uh rat rat effort Sam I believe is uh the character uh, that, that was from Bore on the Floor right Grace I know you went yeah, back yeah, and yeah. watched yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love the callback to rat effort Sam and the, okay you know what to do Hugo and then Kendall moves on and then Shiv a second time after we see Kendall puts cousin Greg in charge gives him a quad squad assignment. Yes. Of like, uh, all right, run, run some bad press. You know, things are going bad. Uh, again, I don't think Greg is the guy that I would put in charge of that uh, clandestine operation. No. We never, we never, I feel like the show has really like given us a lot of questions that they actually haven't answered in terms yeah. of like who leaked uh, Logan dying, but I'm, I'm still on oh, team Greg leaked. I don't think he leaked journal. it on purpose. I think he's just I such agree. an idiot um, that he let let it slip out. But then Shiv is like, hey, uh, you see this? What, what's going on? What's going on with this? Did Shiv put together that Kendall and Roman are trying to tank the deal. I think that's very fair because Matson also realizes, I mean, he, call, he calls them Scooby-Doo's. Uh, it's, it's so obvious what they're doing, especially playing the movie um, and then the conversation later. I think it's a very, that's a very good point. The other piece, I think that just alludes a little bit to just how much Shiv is on the, on the, on the outs and is starting to realize it and sort of wants to do something out on her own is the Mankin stuff where uh, Jared Mankin has a line to ATN with Sid. And when mm -hmm. he asks Roman, uh, she asks Roman, Roman says, no, I didn't know. And then says, oh, whatever. It's a good deal. Like we're scratching each other's back. So clearly he, mm -hmm. he knows that's happening. And Shiv was mm -hmm. on the app. That's a that's, dare. That's a very direct, like, okay, now Shiv knows that Roman is in on something that she's not in on. But I think these other two, you know, the, the news leaks, I think is a, is a, really good point that yeah, you have to think shiv knows because i i said that um on the deep dive with dr man i said oh isn't it weird that that's the only thing that comes up about the big stinger at the end of episode four is kendall's gonna you know sort of after he looks at the cross out on the underline he's gonna go and get hugo to freelance and start you know um smearing yeah. his dad and then that's all that really comes up but i think it's a good point to think that like yeah shiv's the one who keeps pointing out like look at all the stuff that's happening out there and clearly it has to be one of it's them. interesting one because of roman was in that conversation with hugo and, and roman's right. like uh how about you never bring this up again and that, but then it's happening and you right. would think that roman would be the one to be like hey uh didn't we say we're not gonna do this like uh wtf uh it doesn't really seem to like um be even on roman's uh, radar at all, even though yeah. it's it's spoken about in front of him. It's Shiv who I, I think is like starting. Like I think she's seen insufferable Kendall before, and I think mm -hmm. that she's like very keenly aware. Like, oh no, he likes this. Uh, he does. This is what he always wanted. He's not. He doesn't want to let this go. And I do wish that we would have gotten to see more conversation between Shiv. And Madsen and just in exactly like how how much did she say? Okay, get the offer to this. That is that that the board won't be able to say no to that. It's like Bear a hug. poison pill. Yeah, yeah, that they're gonna have to accept. And then also like here are the people you're going to want to uh, you're you're gonna want to keep. You know, it's interesting that she describes it to Tom as the great escape. 
And I, I just like I'm interested to know like what does this look like? Um, because you know, Tom, who is at ATN, you know, is going to in the short term have more power, but ultimately ATN is going to be like uh, I would think that Tom is not going to be at ATN for long. So I don't know, like long term, like what does this all look like? Yeah. Yeah, the Tom stuff is is really in terms. Of, yeah, she does say it's the great escape, and is that because at the beginning of the episode, Greg goes to Tom, and Tom says, "I'm not worried about you know the the Swedes. I'm worried about the family, the Roys." But I think you know, interestingly, by the end of this episode, yeah, ATN is is in the deal, but the the you know the the Roy Sip, the brothers, who interestingly, these are the two people who Tom went and said, I, you know, I'm at your service. I would like to serve you. They're not involved. They're not, there's nothing for them in ATM. I live to right? serve. I live yeah. to serve. So there's nothing with, there's nothing, you know, the, 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 the bros aren't a part of um, ATN or Waystar Royco. Seems like Shiv certainly could be. It feels like where that might be going a little bit. If like she has Matson's ear, yeah. um, does she have a, a a role in in Waystar Royco? And therefore, it does seem like she's maybe keen on keeping Tom around. We talked a lot on the deep dive. Is this because you know is she hungry with power and she's always been able to influence Tom and she's trying to like regain that status over Tom? Is it just because not just because but Tom is the father of the baby that she's going to have and she wants to have a good relationship with the father of the baby even set up Tom to have a great job so the baby is financially secure? I don't think I don't that these motherly instincts are sort of like <laughs> what Shiv is going for. I, I just think that Shiv does not really have a ton of allies right now. I think so that she yeah. feels like she is being like frozen out by the brothers. I, I think that she sees like, okay, I, I can pick up sort of like these uh, pieces like from the bo board, not board, like board games, but like, uh, mm -hmm. like the Carolina and the Jerry's of the world. I, I also think it's interesting to watch that. I do feel like that, you know, it was in the season three finale that, you know, uh greg and tom like their relationship was like a little bit compared to like a, a marriage uh that uh, i forget the exact analogy that tom had made about is it nero is it nero, nero? And... yeah 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 mm -hmm. but i but i do feel like that the greg Forest. and tom at the same time that tom might have a potentially rekindled relationship with shiv i think that the greg and tom divorce is happening uh big time agree i i think Rob, you're getting, do you know you're getting a lot of praise around the internet for your very early read oh, that, of how that terrible Greg's, Greg is? Greg sucks. Yeah. Greg uh, sucks. I mean, look. Uh, this is also to do some Nicholas Braun rumors, uh, mm -hmm. allegations out there. Honestly, uh, I don't know anything. I can't speak to that. I don't, that, I don't know anything about that. I, that I just is, think that, I think that Greg <laughs> is uh, like, just like a total mooch uh, who I, I have not found him to be as charming as many others have found him. I think people, the charm is, uh, you know, the blooms off the road, the Mike blooms off the rose here, I think in season oh my God. four. Um Speaking of Mike Bloom, send me another picture. You want to see another picture of dead Josh? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, whether or not it's it's anything to do with what's outside of the show, or this is just the natural progression of anybody who accumulates more power, um, that the, the higher up you get, the worse of a person you are, and you're less potentially charming. Although the magic trick of the show has always been that, like, Roman, who literally, like, it says in this episode, yeah, there's a backdoor deal to get the fascist elected. Uh, yeah. We're like, wow, I feel so bad. He's like grieving over his dead father. So mm -hmm. that's the magic trick of the show. But something about Greg, and I actually noted on the deep dive that I think there's a very interesting shift this season 
of the, uh, the, the comic relief of this show shifting primarily from Greg and Tom. Uh, we still get, we still get a smattering of them, but really to the Carl and Frank and Jerry contingent really have become the full comic relief of the show. But about the divorce, I think that's, I think it's uh, salient. I think that Tom and Greg, I mean, the thing about Greg has always been that, I mean, in episode one, I always point this out. He tells Logan, he can try to get his father, his grandfather removed from the board. He said in episode one, and that mm-hmm. Greg would take his seat. So he's always like tried to play everybody against everybody. So it makes it in this episode, he's going back and forth between the quad squad. He does. And when he, he, gets called in to be a blood sacrifice for Tom and Tom. Oh, there you go say for Madsen. <laughs> no, he doesn't need a blood sacrifice. He uses his own blood. Mm-hmm. He uses his own blood. Um, Tom sits at the table with, with Madsen and, the, and that group. And, and when he calls Greg over to essentially like, you know, Tom doesn't want to be at the bottom of the hierarchy. He needs somebody to come over. He needs to, Greg does not, immediately he does, Greg does not like being made fun of in this moment. So I do think the Tom and Greg relationship is, is rocky. At best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I hope France is going to be okay. <laughs> well, what a, you know, America, you, you're an American. You don't care about France, right? You have your uh, own I parents, hope they make right? it. <laughs> well, you know, you know, yeah, yeah me so, too. But yeah, you don't count out the old baguette. Yeah, that's, I, I won't. I didn't know. I didn't know it was that close. Uh, so <laughs> I definitely thought this was a where he was going to like, like yeah the world cup or something like you think france is gonna make it but then no full-on like is france as a country as an institution will it make it Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so um (laughs) that that was well uh i I love the storyline about uh calispatron yeah, the movie we're gonna be covering in a poster he kept theaters. Dr. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Grace, do we get the full plot of Calispatron? Because I feel like that maybe ChatGPT could help us like oh. flesh out the rest of. Uh, yeah, it's about a hibernating robot. A hibernating robot, I believe. Yeah, the big one. Uh, they're counting on it. It's the big one. It has to be. He says, but I don't think we get very many plot details. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, so what do we know? That the Calispatron is a hibernating robot that gets awakened and then does what? Uh, I don't, what's the movie? It's just called Calipsitron, right? The movie? Calipsitron's mm-hmm. Revenge? Is it the movie? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, so why, like, why would, like, uh, is the robot, is the robot, like, from, like, an ancient civilization? Like, why, Definitely. why does it need to be hibernating? Do you know this show? People often talk about how the show is a Greek tragedy. Calypsotron definitely seems, I mean, some some hybrid of a robot and some Greek, you know, mm-hmm. Greek god. Um, it's Cal- Calypso. That would be right. So who's Calypso? Uh, Are you asking me or you're about to I'm, tell me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like asking you to buy time while I can Google it, basically. From Homer's Odyssey, apparently. Yes. Okay. Um, and then uh, a nymph, a, a female deity. Um, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's female a woman. Robot. Yeah, I guess. Who detained uh, uh, Odysseus for seven years. Uh, she okay. promised immortality if he would stay with her, but he re- preferred to return home. So is that what she's, she offered immortality. They left. And then she's going to come back. It's for hibernating revenge. for seven years. Maybe. Hibernating. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then emerges uh, from there. So I, I did love that Ke- that Kendall knows that the movie is terrible. They're going to <laughs> screen the movie for three hours. Nothing like a long ass movie to really, you know, uh, get these people thinking twice about this deal. Um, I did. I do love uh, Jess just being given all of this responsibility, uh, like all the time. I feel mm-hmm. like we were talking about Carolina and, and Jess have been around since the very it. beginning. She does do it. She does get the she does get a 4K TV set up so that they can watch Calypso mm-hmm. Tron's Revenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I do think that there is like uh, maybe a theme of that behind, you know, every like fumbling like man executive at this company that there is uh, like there are several like capable women like keeping well, the ships running on time. Isn't that what Shiv uh, brings along the women plus Tom at the end of but the I episode. don't include Shiv in that category. Well, uh, no, that, but she but she needs she's the not capable, a serious person. But she needs the capable people to to help run the ship. She might recognize it. Uh, whereas like the boys club uh do not uh but she is not in that ilk of like uh you know smart women uh you know uh business people that are you know running uh carrie is not a, in that uh, <laughs> they, they uh-huh. have to be people who are like uh women who are not like uh romantically like entangled with any of the people right just just business business women Carolina and women. Jerry. Business women, yeah. 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 Not, not, not women who are dating anybody. Yeah, like uh, Rhea Jarrell, certainly her reputation takes a hit once she starts with with, uh, with with Logan. So, yeah, I think that tracks once you're romantically mm-hmm. involved. It's no good. Yeah, yeah. Don't get, you know, don't miss mix business and pleasure at Roy Star. <laughs> Wait, Way Star <laughs> Royco. Yeah. Uh, did you miss Carrie in this episode? First non Carrie episode of the season. Did you miss her? Should she have come uh, to Norway? Well, she was all over Twitter this week. So she I feel like we got her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that there's some be... vacancies at Fox News that people thought Carrie might be able to mm-hmm. fill. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. That was fun. Funny. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, there's a there's a podcast let's do where they do um, uh, you know everybody makes the same Twitter joke and I did I did see multiple versions of that same joke which oh yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was everywhere it was everywhere yeah. but nobody tried to fill Don Lemon's job no that's, no, no. Mm-hmm. yeah not at all um but with uh let's see I have uh, like I you know I take uh all these uh all these notes as I'm watching the show mm-hmm. and. Do- uh, Yes. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say so. So we talked about uh, that. Shiv Shiv ends up getting Carolina and Jerry. Uh, oh yeah. They're not yeah. on the kill list. Um, yes. And I talked about this the the comedic relief shifting from from sort of Greg and Tom mostly to to Frank and Carl, even Hugo. Uh, what did you make of of like the underlings down below while the while the the Roys are all and and Frank and Carl and Jerry are up top? What did you mm-hmm. make of this like Hunger Games style? Um, you know, am I gonna like make it on the kill doppelganger? List? Meaning they're doppelgangers, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was uh fun. Um, you know, I didn't really like um um you know need to see too much more of like uh what was going on with uh Hugo and uh like his counterpart for that uh was almost really great. I didn't get so part of me, so Hugo goes over and he so he learns in the car that uh, this guy, he he competed at the Olympics, and then he does his own research and learns that this man, he blew it. He came in fourth place. And so when he goes to talk to him, hey, 
the purpose of this is the purpose of these conversations when they're like having breakfast is to like spook the other person. Is this the point when he says, you know, you lost those, those darn tenths of a second. Like that was almost a big deal. Is he trying to like, be like, I know I I've got something on you. I know that you're not as great as because then when he walks away, he's like, that guy was a dick. Um, yeah. What is the point? What was Hugo trying to do when he's like telling this guy that he knows he didn't win bronze at Sochi? I don't know if there was anything that they're trying to do. Like, I think the idea of like doing this sort of like corporate retreat is to sort of like, okay, like meet the person on Madsen's team that does your job. And so you're sort of like looking at like the mirror and, and ultimately like the idea of a merger is that, okay, we don't need both of you, you know, one person yeah. is going to do, and, and we'll probably end up picking like, who is the best person who will, will end up, um, uh, you know, I, I don't need to explain mergers to the, the audience, but I, mm -hmm. I, I, like, you're not making the pick. Like, it's not like, so it's right. like you're just meeting the sizing up the competition. I just think it's like uh human nature that and maybe trying to try to like get him off his game. So he doesn't, he doesn't do his job well at the retreat. And then Hugo, looks I, like I don't even think it's top. that calculated. I, I just think it's like meet the per like, you're supposed to be like talking about like what, you know, um, will like need to be done. And like, as the two companies come together and, I think it's just like, um, you know, like I, I don't sense that much like animosity coming from Matt's inside. Yeah. So I know you said you didn't need to see much more of it, but I do have some some news from mm -hmm. the Vanity Fair Succession podcast. Uh, shout out to uh, Josh Wiggler, uh, works at Vanity Fair. Jay Smith Cameron said there was an entire B plot that got filmed but cut. That was a Hunger Games style uh, competition between the Waystar and Gojo executives featuring a variety of competitive activities. I did see them doing axe throwing, which seems pretty axe. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're at like a resort. I, I spent a lot of time at summer camp. I imagine. Yes. Like you're not missing the like Frank and Carl being doing a three legged race and like a potato sack yeah. race. Uh, you're not missing any of this. You don't need it. The only thing I would have liked to have seen more on was uh sauna time. <laughs> Yeah, we did get just one scene of of uh, Carl and Frank outside, saying that they look like Peking duck in the in the sun. Yeah, I didn't uh, that. I, I don't know if that was like a like a nudity reference or what. Where uh, it's Crosley, he's uh, hanging in the window like Peking duck. <laughs> I think it's just like yes, yeah, so it was restaurants where they have like the duck hanging out front, and they're just mm -hmm. you know they're dead meat in there. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Was that a, a reference to dead meat of like the people that don't even know that they're already been fired? I mean, I guess, but then I guess the ducks have to know that they're dead by the time they're <laughs> in the window. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. I, would you have liked to have gone to a place like this, Grace? I would have loved to have gone to a place like it looks this. Looks very I'm... cold. I would not have loved it. Oh, really? Yeah. Have... Get me yeah, out of I... there. I mean, it did look chilly and cool, but I love, I mean, I was a summer camp person, although this looks, mm -hmm. yeah, more like, uh, what, what, we're in fall? Yeah, late fall camp. Um, no, I would have loved this. This place looks beautiful and yeah, many activities to do. I would go in the sun. I'd be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I know you all were talking about this a little bit on the podcast, but uh, yeah, I did love the like, uh, like nobody can actually say like, wow, this place is breathtaking. I would not have enjoyed it, but they're all like, yeah, it's fine. I guess it's fine. Whatever. It's it's OK. I mean, it's like it's it's not that great, but uh, I mean, it kind of is. But yeah, Matt said it's like, yeah, awesome. it's good, but like also it's like pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Like he has to defend that it's actually like the fact that they're not impressed. The fact that Kendall and Roman are not impressed with like the luxury of Matson's wealth and where he's having his company yeah. retreat. It's just like it's pretty. I guess it's pretty cool though. You know, it's very funny. It's all very. There's a lot of like, you know, middle school tension in this in this uh, in this episode sure. between this, um, the way just like they're all talking. The the Kendall Roman and uh, Matson are all talking to each other. The way shiv and tom are teasing each other about their earlobes and their white <laughs> shoes <Yeah, maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> like barnacles like barnacle uh, meat. yeah with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So I don't know if, if this is like a hot take. Uh, like I know a lot of people dislike Matson, but I, I just I dislike him. Like at, like I don't love to hate him. I just think he's annoying, I, and I don't like Matson on the show I, at all. You don't do the whole Matson storyline not no. working for you. But if 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 we never if Matson is just completely off camera the whole rest of the show, I'd be fine with it. With all due oh respect. To, he's a guest star. Uh, is know. he a recurring a recurring star? I don't know. I thought he was in the cast. Is. Maybe he's in the cast now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I don't think but, I think especially with the shit stuff, I, I don't think we're getting the end of Skarsgard on True Blood. Like I thought he was the best character on that show. But in terms of like um him on this show, it's just like he's like so indifferent and like uh, you know, 
I, I just like uh, don't. I haven't enjoyed the t- the times he's been around on the show. Yeah, I mean, it is. He's it one is. of my least favorite succession characters, and not in like oh, like because there's people that like I would not want to spend time with <laughs> that I enjoy watching on the show, but he is yeah. not in that category. I mean, and he really comes out pretty, you know, he's a big villain this episode, I think, in terms mm-hmm. of um, not just the way he's sort of treating the negotiation. And and I think Kendall points out, like, he's just doing this because it's an emotive issue. Like, he wants ATN. It seems like more because yeah. their dad wanted it. Um, yeah. Than I don't know what he wants, and I don't care what he wants. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I do think I enjoy, I do think I enjoy Madsen. I thought Amanda brought up this really interesting point this week that the show i think in its final season with logan two episodes now, yes with logan having died and this is where i said i'm going to take other people's uh thoughts and yeah. make them my own this week uh the, the without logan there was a sense that with with the kids i do feel like while they are full adults and they have to own up to their own actions and they're all bad people there was a little bit of like when Logan was around, you could, you had this, like, okay, well, maybe I do feel bad because, like, Logan is so awful to them and they all want their father's love. And that's what this whole thing is about. And in the absence of Logan, although I don't think Logan is totally absent from the show, we hear Roman saying, Dad's deal all episode. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all very much still influenced by what Logan would or wouldn't do. Even Madsen, uh, he's telling Shiv, like, I like you, you're like your dad. But there is, I think, as as we're coming to the end, I think a, a meanness to the show. I I I posited that like potentially this is because we got a little bit of like the kids coming together uh, at the end of season three, and that was really exciting. And then I think people thought it would fall apart immediately, and it mm-hmm. did fall apart immediately, which I think gave us hope that maybe they could work together. And now as they're not being able to work together, we're it's kind of like annoying that they're not able to work together, even if that's what the show has been the whole time. And then with the absence of Logan, it's like I don't know. It's harder to like empathize with all of them um, yeah like they're building up like you you know madsen has to be like an antagonist uh for them to like work off of to you know maintain like their sort of like uh, any any sort of likability but i I just you know uh, it's not hitting for me i didn't i haven't found that the characters are so much meaner now than they were pre-logan but there was like some camaraderie and maybe they were sort of like always like still like mean to like sort of like the like franks and jerry's of the the world and so not necessarily like to each other as much yeah yeah i think i think it's that they had come together now that they're not coming together people are disappointed that they're not gonna Mm -hmm. work together like this is this is the first i mean they've all betrayed each other to everybody but (laughs) it's always been the show i know I know. Uh, I've always said, I just want at the end of this thing for Kendall to be content. Like, I don't need him to like being running anything. I just need him to mm-hmm. be, I need him to have that little smile, but it's because he's like, yeah, I, you know, I don't need to do any of this. You know? Yeah. I, well, yeah. I think that that's interesting to talk about in terms of Kendall, where, you know, we did get sort of like, okay, well, this was like the prophecy of like the beginning of the show where we got to finally see him like in his element. Um, and, and it's a complete callback, right? With the first, the very first scene sure. is Kendall listening to hip hop. He is singing, and I said this uh, that like there is, um, he's so arrogant in that in that first scene. Whereas in this one, he is. It's still a little bit there, like he's listening to the hip hop, but he's not like singing along to it. And he's a little bit more serious, I think. I think he's like, yeah, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is Kendall good at this job? I don't. I. I mean. So the interesting thing about the way that the deal goes through and 
you know, all of us last week were like, wow, the deal's definitely not going through, huh? Like, there's no way that deal's going to mm-hmm. go through. Manson's going to walk. Kendall's going to tank it, whatever. The thing is, is that they did just make a lot of money. Uh, and, and they can go do... I really didn't think Pierce would be a thing, which it still doesn't have to be a thing. But they they seemingly now have way like enough money to go and finish the the, the Pierce deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I w- I feel like in this, that Kendall has potentially the best business read of all of them. I think that, um, I do think that Kendall, his, his points um, about Matt's and not understanding the business, I do think are probably right um, in the sense that I think Kendall has a better sense for how to maybe run waystar royco but they just made a huge business deal so it's like it's it's a weird like thing where it's like they lost but they also won yeah i mean i don't even know how what are the like skill sets you need to be good at running <laughs> like this like huge like media conglomerate uh i don't know like i, I think they're not Kendall, the same to run rhap it's no it's not it's not the same we, we oh. only have one division really the podcast oh. division oh. uh so that, i think you can run like one division um, but you know, I do feel like that we did see back in like the season one stuff and you have, we have a much better handle on this than me when, you know, uh, that there is the woman that Kendall wants to invest in her business. Uh, what is, what is she doing? She has like a shoe business. Yeah. Uh, I think they're, are they art? They're art people. I think he, yeah. the reason you're thinking shoe is because he brings his cool shoes and he asks uh, if he's being yeah. and he puts his feet up on yeah. the, on the yeah. table. And yeah. so, like, I, I feel like, like, he kind of, like, knows, like, he can play the part, uh, much like uh, J- Jeremy Strong, um, you know, the, uh, does with Kendall. But I think he knows, like, what he's supposed to do. And I think that he has, like, this pressure of, like, okay, this is my destiny. Uh, and it's interesting that uh, he said that he was really feeling the force uh, in this episode. I do wonder, uh, like, there is, like, a little bit of, like, uh, you know, fathers and sons, certainly, in Star yeah. Wars. And... You know, I think Kendall like knows what it's supposed to sound like. He knows uh, what it's supposed to be, but um, there there was the moment, and I know I'm all over the place. Uh, where you know Kendall talked about like you know it's going to be like walking across a razor blade tightrope, yeah. and then Kendall's like, "Why are you smiling? Like, why are you like, why are you like this?" Uh, and I do think he gets a rush out of like the you know it, it's going to be a tough a tough mission, but I just feel like that. Uh, can this can running this company sustain Kendall if he's not taking like extraordinary risks? Yeah, I mean, I th- I I do feel like I mean, there's lots of people who are like, we're like, actually running the thing is maybe not what is the most like. Kendall talked about wanting something that's absorbing, and I feel like he the things that like are the most absorbing to him is this like yeah, it's like whether it could, you know, he could win or he can lose, and that's not so much the case when you're just doing the day-to-day, you know, operations of Waystar Royka. Like we see at the beginning and he says, you know, we're wrestling with, uh, we're death wrestling with ogres here. She's like, no, you're just reading documents. Like you're just, Mm -hmm. you're just doing boring work, which is not as fun for Kendall as like, yeah, let's see if we can get, you know, can we tank the deal and come away with this, with this thing and try to like get one over on, on Madsen with the, with the thing of knowing that you need to make him, walk away you know that's the whole that's the scooby-doo of it all is mm-hmm. that like he could just go to the board which he does and just offers 192 mm-hmm. so yeah i think you know i think kendall loves these these the moments of like conflicts honestly like that's what he gets the most uh absorbed in it feels like he's like fighting for something that's where he like, becomes self-righteous ken rather than just like the boring day-to-day operations of running 
waste our royal cow. Yeah, because it's a lot of administration, which is not necessarily fun. And Kendall, I don't think, really has like a vision. And I think it's going to be very interesting uh, to set up for next week, where in the previews, it does seem like that there's like some sort of like um like upfront or like investor conference uh that's going to go on where yeah. Kendall is going to be taking the stage and what are I they do doing what's our next venture rob what are they doing what's what's it, Kendall do next it seems like it's going to be in the in the next episode or in, in general no, in general what should he be doing what should he be doing with all this money he just i mean they're going to buy peers i guess but what what they, they all be doing? should just leave they should, <laughs> all should just go have nice lives and, and do they what can't because they're broken people i don't know uh but just do any just just uh, like sit on a beach somewhere oh yeah they don't work just uh yeah take your money for a while and just relax that's well, what i'm saying i need it I no want it to be i i, I and honestly i don't think that that is uh, like i think that that this show is probably a good indictment of like uh you can't just like uh like sit and be rich and ultimately <laughs> like that uh -huh. if you know as you're you know you know we toil through our lives and like think about like that would be the dream just to just to have money and not as uh, have f you money and not have to do anything this is basically pre-election pre-running for president connor is he's kind of doing nothing right he doesn't really do mm -hmm. anything he just kind of like invests his money lives on a ranch and he seems miserable so yeah yeah yeah. And, you know, you have to have like, you know, things that you're that you're working towards. And and certainly like for in, the, in the case of the uh, the the Roy children, like the the quest for like power and respect, like does not really seem to be a fulfilling uh, desire. But they could like they could take all that money and they could do like uh, like any number of things, many of which would be like uh, very helpful to the rest <laughs> of humankind. Mm, I don't know. They're interested in the rest of humankind. No, Rob. they're not. Um, but you yeah. know, maybe that that could also be fulfilling work. Um, I was saying this that there's only there's literally only one job that they have all ever wanted, and it, very interestingly, next episode would be the first episode where that job essentially doesn't exist, which is the CEO of Waystar Royco. It's the only job any of them have ever wanted. That's the, when when uh shiv gets named by logan and even tom is like oh interesting like that's what i thought i was gonna do and you would be like with like it's literally the only one they all want and mm -hmm. now that job rob for the first time ever does not exist mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um yeah I, I well i think it's gonna be uh you know very exciting to see like uh, what they have to do next because it seems like kendall's giving a big speech he's like ordering a house to be built on a stage and you know uh i insufferable uh ken is here and i'm here for it he's he's gonna be really rich next mm -hmm. episode. so yeah um yeah interesting mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um i uh <laughs> let me see um how about um what do we think logan looked like in the picture <laughs> what do you think they did um, to him did they shave his goatee Oh, do you think he shaved his goatee? I think so. Wow. Um, Connor did want carte blanche. He wanted to throw his weight around in the embalming room. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have you ever had to do that? You ever had to throw your weight around in the embalming room? Um, no, uh, no. I have. I, I have not have, have had to do that. Uh, you, you know, usually, like, uh, I feel like you tr you find the right person. <laughs> you you tr put your trust in them, and yeah. then. Um, but you know, it like, you know, it can be like, uh, you know, that's a, that's a tough job. Like, uh, maybe six feet under rewatch is going to be, uh, overdue at show recaps. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's, I, 
you know, they said they were going to get Reagan off the racks, right? Isn't that what Kendall says they're going to do? Ronald Reagan off the racks. Do Reagan's but, funeral off the rack? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't think I don't think Reagan was in a kilt. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I don't believe so. Yeah. So I mean, is Mar was Marsha pushing for this? Marsha, that's the yeah. So Marsha was pushing for a Logan to be in a kilt, which I mean, he's Scottish, right? He can't. He's originally from Scotland. Mm -hmm. Immigrated to Canada as a young boy. It seems fine. So why why can't he be in a kilt? What's wrong with the kid? Well, it really depends on is it like um really like if it's like a typically I feel like these like open casket funerals like I feel like yeah you know, the casket's only half open half open like, yeah. every funeral you've ever been to the person could be in a kilt you wouldn't even know that's true is it just is it just that like the idea that he's gonna be in a kilt forever like he's gonna be buried in a kilt so that's the that's the problem for Connor. Yeah. His legacy, I, I just feel like learn. that um that to have logan roy in a kilt like i do feel like that he is like i do has has a reputation of being like oh that he was uh, like a true american and i do think that that sort of like goes in a different direction of like uh his scottish ancestry more than he was like uh a like an american, american in a suit. Yeah. yeah okay that's fair i can see it from connor's point of view I don't mm -hmm. say that often, but I can see it from Connor's point of view. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, I I do think that. Um, uh, I hope we. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we want to see the funeral or not. I've been gone back and forth. So I mean, you and you and Josh typically look at next week's episode title. Yeah. Um, there are. I, th I believe there's three episode titles that have been released as of this point. Uh, the final two have not been named. But next week's episode is Living Plus, Rob. Living Plus. Yeah, well, it does sound like that that is like what they're doing. Uh, like they're having like some sort of a launch uh, for Living Plus. So I don't know if that's going to be like some sort of like um, um, Waystar Royco like streaming app. Living, Living Plus. Plus. Yeah, I, I, I like that's what I, I get the sense that it is. That sounds like like. You know, like the not the like a, like a. This is going to be all of our divisions, news, <laughs> entertainment, uh, like yeah. uh, family. It, it that... seems like the name implies to me like uh, like home reno shows and like gardening shows and cooking shows. You know, like living plus. Well, like... maybe this is very much like the uh, you know the the max idea of okay, we're going to combine HBO and then also the like uh, HGTV of it all. And put that all into into one app, and I think that Kendall is going to be potentially like giving some sort of a speech to launch it. Yeah. So it does. I mean, uh, Josh Wiggler uh, advised us all on the Discord this week. We have to be done with the timeline. I think we have to just like throw everything out uh, in terms of that we thought everything was going to be a, a single day uh, per episode, but in this episode, we seemingly skip a day and then span two days. Um, mm -hmm. so we've gone. Because they talk about the stock markets opening back up and the stock bouncing up 10% on the yes. Monday and they yes. stay overnight on the Tuesday. Because we all thought the Tuesday was the election. So unless and then the idea is like, is the election not on a Tuesday in succession world? Yeah. Or is it a full week to go until the election? I mean, Jesse Armstrong, uh, he's not American. He doesn't know exactly <laughs> how it works here. I'm Canadian. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. fine. Don't get too like in the weeds about it. 
Yeah. I mean, I do think to a degree, I was, you know, earlier we were talking about, um, you were, you're talking about, you would have liked to see more with Shiv and Madsen. And I've been saying this thing as I was doing the rewatch, I feel like the, the, the way that this show operates is to be very cards on the table until the finale. So -hmm. basically anything that happens, it's not a super mystery box show, right? In the sense that like there are these, basically if something happens, we typically see how it happened until the finale, in which case they sort of hide some information to then surprise us. Right. So in a typical episode, if the season one finale was earlier in the season, we probably like Kendall props. We probably like see someone see Kendall, like mm-hmm. Amir sees Kendall, right? When he when he crashes his car. But in the in the season one finale, at the end, they pull Logan or they pull Kendall into the room and Logan says, like, listen, we know that you, you know, you got in the accident and you killed these people. Mm-hmm. I'm interested this season in terms of like now that they're in the final season, how much are they going to hide some of their cards? Um, I do feel like when you talk about like the Shiv and Matson stuff, I do think that we get most of the stuff you were looking for in terms of it's not super like you need to keep jerry and carolina on but he says like you know jerry could handle this carolina's great you know and essentially she goes and runs that the one conversation we don't see between shiv and matson is does she tell him to keep on tom which we don't we don't get any and and i think we should assume that she did um i I guess yeah i I guess my my question is like does does she know that the brothers are trying to scooby-doo this thing like i think she passed that information along to to madsen and and basically like gives him the the info to like get around them yeah so like i think in a in in maybe a previous season we would have got one more madsen shiv scene but then the way in this final season they can be a little trickier because i feel like mm-hmm. for most of it we can trust what we see on the show but now yeah. that they're in the final season they can play a little bit more of the twist and essentially the point it seems like a really odd tangent for me to go on but the point i was making is that because it's not a mystery box show i think people are like looking for things to figure out and that's why i think people are so obsessed with the calendar is mm-hmm. like it's a thing you can try to figure out and map out in between the weeks of succession but i think josh is right i think like jesse armstrong i don't think cares he's yeah making tv is really hard and you just have to make it and I, i'm, I'm really gonna worried about the timeline i'm gonna talk to the people that are um <laughs> ob- ob- thinking too much about the calendar like yes. uh you're doing it wrong you're you're like uh you, you are like not getting you know what the show uh wants you to get you know you're you're overdoing it and so you know, at, at the expense of sounding like, you know, Jeff Probst talking to the Survivor <laughs> fans. Like, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're having fun, you know. Yeah, the, the juice of the show is like, she was smiling at the end of the episode. We're having dangerous over... fun with the Roys. Yeah. That's like, it. Like, five years from now, we're not going to be like, remember when Shiv screwed over her brothers on a Tuesday? Remember that? Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Even, you know, Nicole was asking me, like, did did Roman have a kid in the first season? I'm like, I he don't did. know. Yeah, like, I, like, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. And the, well, the interesting thing about the pilot is that the pilot was shot way ahead of the rest of the season. And they definitely went back and tweaked some things. So, but they never, I think that the way they then re-edited it. So th- they couldn't edit out the kids from the, from episode one, but they could edit out that, like, they're his kids um Mm -hmm. so it seems like yes the way it was written was that roman had a wife and kids and then essentially they retcon it to be like they're his like stepkids um Mm -hmm. he's like with this girl and whatever and they just retcon it out whatever yeah 
It's um, so much better that Roman doesn't have kids, right? He's, he's sure better. for sure. Yeah. They figured it out. They figured it out. Um, yeah. and then and, and they realized that like uh like oh yeah, we need more time. Uh, and in the first episode, yeah. we said we we thought we had we had lines of dialogue that like uh you know screwed things up. Um, but anyway. I did think that also Shiv, we got to kind of see like her superpowers, which kind of were forgotten. I feel like that she's very good in sort of like uh, these like after hours conversations where, you know, all and all the Roy children, like they all have their own like superpowers. And, you know, she's, you know, very good in that, you know, Madsen is like partaking in uh, several like illicit activities. And I think that she is like where, She's like, I, I even think like, uh, you know, she's more likely to be the person like to just like hold the drink for a long time, like let the other person like overindulge, like uh, she's fiddling with the narcotics, uh, the snow on the mountain. And she's like letting him like, I think she's like being like very like cagey and uh, doing like a really good job yeah, of like he, yeah. letting him open up. He says like, I have no boundaries. And she's like, okay, cool. Go ahead go on yeah <laughs> cross the boundary yeah mm -hmm. um no i i agree i think that this has been I, I, like in terms of what they're all really good at i do think as i said before i think kendall does have probably the best business read and that's just because he has been the most senior business person right yes um I think Roman, I don't know. Roman's the most like his father. I think he's, the, and I think he's the most obsessed with the Roy legacy, which I think for as much as we can criticize how Logan treats his children, he says in an interview, Brian Cox says all the time, like his fatal flaw is that he loves his children and he keeps, yes. even if they're not uh, serious people or they're not good at business, he always has like a, a, he always had a drive to want to see one of them succeed. He just mm -hmm. didn't know how to make that happen. Yeah. And then I think I, Shiv. Well, yeah, can ahead. I add to yeah. Roman? I, I do also think that, like, I think creatively, I do think that he has, like, uh, the, like, creative vision. I think of the three of them, I think that he does, like, have a sense of, like, what the public has a taste for and like what what is viable what will work and what won't even work. if it's disgusting in the same way logan did right like logan knows what like people want from their like essentially like their fox news like kendall and, doesn't know what people want he's like no. pitching like a what about a show about what's happening in, in africa <laughs> i would watch that uh -huh. like kendall doesn't know kendall is just like a like a bser like he knows like how things are supposed to sound but yeah. roman i think does actually know what uh there is an appetite for he takes mankin right like it's not like as as awful as that is he also knows like the equivalency is that like yeah, donald trump got elected mankin i think Mankin's gonna get elected here like there's the appetite of that i mean i don't even know who's uh, he's running against other than connor Jimenez. So I, the, Jimenez. Jimenez. Yeah. Tom Jimenez says Jimenez might be dancing across the delaware but this is, time has been, been on no. is he on no. on screen character yeah no. so i no. can't imagine uh um, that we're gonna see they keep that. teasing Mankin. He was teased last week, right? And then he didn't show up. Yeah, the, uh, the he's definitely stuff, in the show. I, but... I have to be honest. I, I feel like it is like a little bit like uh, shoehorned in there. Like I feel like it's uh, not a, a part of the show. Like you know, I, I've already got like a whole stupid like political intrigue <laughs> around like who's running for president and who's going to be the next president. Like, uh, and I'm inundated yeah. with this uh, nonstop. I, I didn't come to succession uh, for this. Uh, and it's just, I, I really feel like that that episode where Mankin like came uh, to prominence in uh, season three, like I, I just felt like that that seemed like that that was an episode of a, like a completely different show. 
and uh, just felt like shoehorned in there. So the like uh, yeah the election stuff i really feel like uh, it's just like i feel like oh it's you know scintillating and it's salacious <laughs> of who's going to be the next president but i'm like i already get so much of this um i i <laughs> and I, i'm tired i yeah i mean i'm canadian and i'm tired of it down there mm-hmm. um i i think uh i agree I mean, this I is almost they- like 10 years of like non-stop election coverage it's very true yeah um I agree. I think that they painted themselves in a corner to a degree. I think they really liked the idea that Logan Roy could pick the president. I think they really liked that as a as an mm-hmm. idea for an episode and kind of like a bottle-ish episode of like them going to this thing where they, you know, all of these Republican people pick who's the president. They really liked that idea. Mm-hmm. And they liked the idea of like a Mencken type to, you know, be a, com- a comp to sort of the sentiment of Donald Trump. And then they did it. And then they're like, well, I guess we probably... Like that probably shouldn't just be left nowhere. Like the thing I was going to say earlier that I think you know, Succession also does. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, go, go ahead. You finish. Well, I was going to say the thing that I think Succession does that's really interesting in terms of every week we come on and we're like theorizing, you know, third podcast of the week, theorizing about these things that happen in the episode and like, you know, what does that mean? Why did they do that? Whatever. And then the next episode, like the PR stuff, like it barely comes up. But the thing mm-hmm. Succession is really good at, I don't think that they purposely plan to have everything always be wrapped up what they're really good is that they know it's in like they know what they left on the table and that at any moment like something from like two seasons ago like so the photo with jared macon that shiv takes i think could come up amanda asked like does the photo that um that shiv took of um the brothers like does that end up on social media at some point and like i don't think that's happening next episode yeah. remind me again that, like, well, what happened with the photo um shiv when they decide that they're going to pick mankin and then they come and says, and and the Roy are going to take a picture with Megan. And she says, I'm not getting in the picture. And Logan says, are you in or are you out? And she says, okay, fine, but I'm not standing next to Megan. She has these really strong principles. She's like, I'm not going to take a picture with the fascist. And then she takes the picture of the fascist, but she doesn't stand next to the fascist. Yeah. Rob. So it's just like a thing on the table that I think like the show, they might never use, this might never come up again, but they leave yeah. all of these little things that like could become important later. Right. Yeah, I I guess I kind of feel like that from episode to episode, like a thing is important, but just because something was important, like going back to like the PGN, like, okay, that was the thing in the first episode of the season. And it's barely come up since then. Like you kind of, oh, the whole season is probably going to be about this. Uh, And it's just like, I feel like that it's almost like in some ways, like it's a very serialized show, but it's also like every episode is a little bit of a bottle episode of like the things that are like super important in the one episode may not even come up again. I agree. But I think what I'm saying is I totally agree with that. I think what's fun is that like, there are little things that get dropped. So um, in season two, Jerry mentions that the Roy boys got somebody tattooed, uh, like Kendall's name tattooed on the head. And that's Mm -hmm. like, it's like he, she did um, some digging on Roman. And then in season three, we meet the guy who got that. So like, I feel like yeah. they don't, they don't always put stuff in to be like, you are going to get an answer to this. This is going to be resolved. This is going to be really important, but they're really good is at knowing what they've kept on the table and what they could pluck at any yeah. moment to sort of come back and be important. I was going to say that um, I hope that the, the series ends and we don't even get the election, but then I heard <laughs> on the podcast last night, you said yeah. uh, the names of the episodes. It sounds like America yeah. decides uh, yeah. is, is coming but so yeah. i guess my question is okay just to uh, let me go back to the timeline all right we've spent five episodes you care about the, the timeline. <laughs> no no well let me just just say this 
uh, we've spent about five episodes in season four that have covered roughly like maybe like we don't know exactly the time, but some roughly between like a week and two weeks. Are we at the end is only five episodes away is the end of succession in the character's timeline. We don't need an exact time, but is the end of the show about 10 days away. I mean, I, I do, I do think so. I mean, one thing that I think tracks for that is um, the, the snare snook being pregnant. I do. I do think, mm -hmm. I, I think that, they probably, yeah. I don't think, I don't think we're getting another time jump. Yeah, we'll never meet the baby. I don't think we're meeting the baby. I don't think her having the baby is a story. Whether who she tells that she's having a baby, I think mm -hmm. is important. But I don't think we're getting the baby mm -hmm. unless the last episode. I think the Epilogue, only place they'll name the baby yes. Logan. <laughs> I I have predicted this for so when when we got the end of season three, and Logan is drinking the green smoothies. I did say I thought the end of the show is we're gonna get a Logan Jr um that's been my prediction for a long time mm -hmm. so i think it's the only place that you we might get a time jump is either the last episode is set pretty far in the future or uh we get an epilogue at the end of the episode i don't think we go far into the future uh i i, I yeah i wonder well if that's because we you think that the world is ending well i i've, I've come down <laughs> off that because i feel like that that would have been uh fun in a universe where, where logan, logan road survives yeah. but i feel like to yeah. do that in you know, have the 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 panic room and the you know bomb shelter, fallout shelter, uh, and without Logan, I feel like uh, doesn't doesn't play. Okay, it's, it's I, a little wonky. We're halfway through. It's a good point. How, you know, I, I think you're right. I don't think we have much more than a couple of weeks left on the uh, in in the in the succession calendar. There was a lot of people when we did the wrap up show on Sunday night. A lot of people in the chat. Really concerned about the SEC violations, which I think are nothing. I think they're absolutely nothing. Um, Am I, I even watching the same show as you people? <laughs> well, we, 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 we've got five episodes left. Jesse, I'm like, oh, we got to make sure we're going to tell a story about SEC violations. That's the story. I, I'm gonna, well, they did I, promise write these episodes, and they're going to be about the, the SEC violations. He always said, he always said that the first half of the show, he essentially has always depicted Succession as essentially an episode of Law and Order SVU, where the first mm -hmm. half is the crimes, and the second half, I think we're getting full legal proceedings for the rest of the episodes, Rob. Yeah. Um, But the... So I think that there's for me there's two things on the board and I want I'm interested to know your opinion. Is anybody else dying or hmm. a la one of your favorite shows of all time, Seinfeld, is anybody going to jail to end the season? And I don't think it's the SEC violations, but I do still worry that the cater waiter is on the table. I don't think anybody's going to jail again. I, I don't think that this is a show about like law and or yeah. Yeah. It's not a show about consequences. It's no, not agree. a show where, and I, I don't think that that is uh, like the story that Jesse Armstrong is uh, trying to, to tell here about how like, Oh, these like, cause I think that look at the, look at the real world where, you know, the people that are like uh, how many like uh, people like uh, who are supposed to be the real life inspirations for um, the people on the show have faced any kind of consequences. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't happen. So I don't think that that would be what the what the show is is trying to tell. I, I do think that there is a chance uh, that Kendall can still die in these next uh, five episodes. Um, I, I don't feel like that that is off the table. I feel like it's probably more likely than he has a happy ending. 
And I know that thing of me being content. I think the only way for Kendall to be content is that he's dead. So I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more and more every week being like, yeah, I think Kendall also dies. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'm not going to say that I'd say this is like 30% that I think uh, he does, but I think it's like 0% that he like reaches enlightenment. (laughs) Like I don't want to spoil the end of Mad Men. I think I just spoiled the end of Mad Men. Oh, I I mean, I I watched it and it was spoiled for me. Uh, (laughs) So stupid. Um, What if we get that? What if he does? What if he comes? Maybe that's it. What if Kendall runs Coca-Cola as the end of that thing? I'm so mm-hmm. sorry if you're like in the middle of a Mad Memory watch. I do feel yeah. like the Statue of Limitations. I think you turn it off after a couple seasons. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. We're doing you a favor. Uh, um, all right. But yeah, yeah I, I do feel like that um, it is interesting, the idea of potentially where Shiv starts like a new uh, dynasty uh, with a baby and Tom by her side. Like I could see that potentially as sort of like um you know a an ending of like okay this is like the new effed up family uh that is going the cycle is going to repeat itself i mean i asked this on uh on the deep dive rob but why not just make the baby the ceo <laughs> the, it's never bo- been done. a boss baby <laughs> oh man i guess it has been done <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No Fortune 5. We were talking the other uh, week with Matt about whether, uh, Matt Huff, about whether or not uh, co-CEOs were a thing. And there's about 10 of them on the Fortune 500. None, no Fortune 500 company has a baby running it. And Hmm. uh, that could be the future. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the boss baby did have a lot of good (laughs) business sense. Um, So, hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I, I I don't know ultimately uh where where we ultimately get to. I do feel like uh that we do have a president elect uh and you know and maybe we have like a little bit of like a maybe like to some degree we have like a like what have I wrought um as like you know I do feel like that from like the super tease like we see like um, mass protests uh, going on uh-huh. um but. Yeah, I don't know ultimately like where I mean if it's wild to think we're uh, halfway through the season. Yeah. Well, I said this too. Uh, the other one I think that's plausible is them running something which doesn't seem not going to be Waystar, but something big and then there's like a okay, so what? So what? You did it. You're your dad now. Like so what? What you got nothing. Your dad was mm-hmm. miserable. Your dad was yelling at the news like the day the night before he died. Like who cares? There's nothing. It's pointless. Mm-hmm. Uh I could see that a bit of like futility and like this is what you wanted, really? This is what you got. Mm-hmm. Pointless, yeah. Um, well, Rob, it has been so fun chatting with you about Succession season. Uh, yeah, it's, well, I am a big fan of your work and your coverage oh, yeah. on the show. So this was nice to get the chance to talk with you. Uh, you know, you're so in the weeds uh, about this. Yeah, maybe too much. Maybe too much. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I got my compression socks on and put on my noise canceling headphones uh, to be yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, well, what else is uh, what else has happened on RHAP? What else? You, uh, you know, well, it's going to be back to another week of Survivor. But mm-hmm. uh, in addition to that, uh, we had the opportunity that your friend of mine, Jenny Autumn, and I, uh, we yes. do a little podcast called Hit or Quit, where we're bouncing around reality TV shows, trying to find the things that are hits and then quit the ones that ain't. You know what? That's a and- great. That's great. I love that. 
Yes. Yeah, sometimes well, you, you. you ever, yeah. Sometimes we like, I was talking with this someone the other day. We're like, yeah, you end up watching a bad show. And it's like, wow, this is really bad. Like, Rich and I did all of Mayfair. Oh, so you Witches, can relate Rob. to this, Grace. I can like, relate. So you, you take on so many podcasts and you're like, oh, uh, I'm two episodes in and this, I hate this, this show. Is, this is not good. But yeah, we got to do, we got to do 10 more. Like, of well, these. then why do you podcast about it if you don't like it? Like, well, I didn't know. I didn't get to watch the whole show before I started the podcast. That's right. That's right. Mayfair Witches, very fun podcast with Rich and I. The show, eh, mm -hmm. eh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're talking about a show called Jury Duty, uh, huh. which is on Freebie. Yeah, what's up with Freebie? This is an Amazon Prime? <laughs> Freebie, yeah, Freebie? I don't know, like, what I, I I need Kendall to give the stump speech for Freebie, but- Not no, available in Canada! Oh, I don't know yeah. how Jenny watched it, but oh, sorry. anyway, so Freebie <laughs> is, um, it's like Amazon Prime, but it has commercials, I'm like, but I have Amazon Prime. Uh, it's like, no, 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 no you're still going to watch commercials. Uh, it's freebie. It's basically like uh, everybody that did the, the cord cutting, not like, uh, you know, I, I did in the delivery room, which was fine that one time. Um, but the, like, you, it's like, oh, you thought you, you cut the cord and no commercials. It's like, <laughs> actually, no, uh, we're back. Commercials are back. This is a tr this is a mean trick that the I don't know I don't know what's happening to streaming and shows are this dropping like four shows and then like but the rest is weekly you know it's oh my god it's too much mm -hmm. figure it out figure it out well you got freaking Kendall and and Roman <laughs> running these companies they don't know what people want so true like Very well true. the shareholders uh like it when we drop four episodes <laughs> <laughs> that'll play that'll play yeah. Whatever. You know, yeah. it's the same old vibey type of, you know, TV with commercials. People like that. Feels good. It's familiar. Rob, I, I'm I'm committed now to finish the rest of the show where we're talking about what's going on in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we got to see out the rest of the season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's how yeah. they get you. All right. Uh, anything else? Anything? Yeah. Oh, so much. Just check it yeah. all out. Rob is yeah. website.com. All right. Um, sorry, I, I'm sorry. I said Josh Wiggler was dead, everybody. <laughs> but you got Scooby Dude. You should have seen the look on your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I'm talking Succession, obviously. Talking Yellow Jackets as well. Movies each week. Talk about Bo is Afraid, Rob. Um, you heard about Bo is Afraid? Bo is Afraid is a movie. It's yes, a movie. It's that, an art. That podcast started right after I finished listening to <laughs> the uh, other podcast you did. It's uh, be careful. It's a weird, it's a very weird movie. It's an Ari yeah. Aster movie, same guy who did Midsommar and uh, Hereditary. So it's very, very strange. Uh, but people should listen to the podcast just to hear Ariel say the words of the things that happened in the movie. I feel like okay. that's, that's worth it, I think. Um, also doing a dark rewatch podcast and Ariel and I wrapped up uh, Great Expectations this week. And then this Saturday, Rob, we're going to do another RHAP game night. We're going to play Suckers yes. of Catan with quite a crew. Um, uh, I think we have three Survivor players and three RHAP podcasters. Uh, we're going to do a six-player game. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, should be fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Catch it well, live on twitch.com slash RHAP. Yeah. yeah. Grace, well, th thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Thank you. Make sure everybody you're subscribed to get all the succession coverage, postshowrecaps.com slash succession. Join us live for the episodes on youtube.com slash postshowrecaps. There's a versus pod with LT and Jess this week uh, and a wrap-up show with Jess and Mike Bloom and maybe Josh Wiggler, although I heard he's dead. Um, and you can get all of that and more commercial-free at patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll see everybody next week. Josh will be back. I promise. Uh, with you, Rob. All right.
right. Until next time, F off. Is that what he says? Is that how he ends the pod? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know how he ends this one. R to the OB and Josh Wiggler talking about succession. One podcast per week. See R to the OB and Josh Wiggler talking about succession. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.